Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Faith and Family series called Life Beyond the Chariot, where we just talk about how to take um, the teachings of our faith and really live that. What does that look like in our homes, uh, among our family and friends, and our jobs or ministry? So just making it real, keeping it real. Yep. <laughs> yes. So my name is Mickey Siva. I am the catechetical specialist here at the St. Philip Institute, and my co-host... I'm Deanna Johnston, the Director of Family Life for the Institute. Wonderful. And such a dear, good friend of mine. So I'm yeah. so grateful for this time that we have together just to chat about things that are of God and how to use them in our families. And every time we do these episodes, I always walk away um, learning a tremendous amount from either my research and our conversation. So I'm just so grateful um, for that. And speaking of being grateful, that is what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Gratitude. But before we dive in, um, Deanna, do you want to lead us in prayer? Sure, sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, good and gracious God, thank you for the gift of our faith. Um, we ask that you uh, help us to have open and joyful hearts uh, and that we can be grateful for the many gifts that you give to us and that we can recognize those gifts on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, we ask all of these things in your name. Amen. Amen. And I have a baby. <laughs> if I start bouncing, my co-host is, is also here. Uh, we love our little co-host, Leo. Uh, so... No, and I'm just so grateful that he's always on. Um, so if you go back and you look at all of our other episodes, you'll see little Leo. You've re I think you've referred to him as your, um, what is it, the assistant my director? director? Yeah, yeah my, my assistant director of family life. Yeah. Sometimes he's more vocal than others, but right now he's sleeping, so we'll see what <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right, well, let's, let's sort of dive into this whole topic of gratitude and being thankful and being grateful. So I do want to start off with the Bible verse. Um, this is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. And it says, Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Again, that's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. So this whole idea of like giving thanks in all circumstances right? Not just the good ones. And we're definitely living in times where our circumstances and our situations have drastically changed. Exactly. So, and I think sometimes it might be a little bit more difficult <laughs> to be thankful when our world has been flipped, you know, upside down. And there's lots of things coming our way. I don't know if you want to speak to that a little bit, Deanna. Yeah, no, it's just been, it's just felt very chaotic over the summer. There's just been so many different things that have happened. And I know for me, I mean, this last week I had to take Facebook, the app off of my phone for a little bit because I just felt like I was getting sucked into this pit of despair. <laughs> and there's so much arguing, there's so much division and, it can get really easy to get sucked into that and to just rest in the despair and not look for voices of hope or um, to, to, to see the things that, that we should be grateful for when everything seems chaotic. It's like, well, where are the gifts? If, if everything's so noisy and there's so much division, how do we, yeah, how do we wrestle with that? But that's, that has been a struggle, I think, over the last few weeks, especially. 
Yeah. And I think that there's so, I think part of having joy is finding those gifts and those graces um, in our lives and wrecking, really recognizing everything as a gift, which we as Christians, um, Christ teaches something very valuable in that because even in our sufferings, there's joy to that because we know that suffering can be redemptive if exactly. we allow it, right? This whole idea of um, giving thanks in all circumstances that there is never a moment when God is not speaking to our hearts. There is never a moment where he is not trying to breathe his His life into situations, into our own souls, into our family lives, so that we should be able right, to give thanks in all circumstances, knowing that God is working in it. But that can just be so hard, like you said, when oh, it for seems sure. like we are surrounded by... Um, just bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really difficult to handle. Like we know that there are um, good people that we know who are struggling because of COVID things, or um, cities going through things because of destruction and riots. Church communities going through things with sort of vandalization of churches, and it, like you said, it can be very easily easy to fall into despair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to give thanks and knowing that, okay, but God has not, he has not left us. Right. Right. And so to right. really go to him and, um, how is he working in these things? And he would never tell us, he would never command us to give thanks in all circumstances if that wasn't something that was possible. Exactly. Exactly. And I know you and I have talked about like the phrase attitude of gratitude <laughs> cheesy and annoying sometimes but there's so much truth to it like that like we have to put ourselves I think especially as Catholic Christians we should be looking at the world differently than everybody else like we should really be looking through the lens of faith which should mean that we can also look at the world through through the hope of, okay, God is at work and there are good things happening, even in the chaos, even in the midst of so much darkness. Um, but it does require that attitude of gratitude, <laughs> that, that mentality of seeing all things as a gift and rejoicing in, in all circumstances. Yeah. And, and recognize, I love it. Like it is cliche-ish, right? Yeah. Um, the attitude <laughs> of gratitude. But what I think that that conveys is that gratitude is not just a moment, like a spiritual moment in our day when we just thank Mm -hmm. God for something. Um, It's not just a simple devotional practice of saying, oh, thank you. But it is how, um, it is how we understand and relate to God, right? Mm -hmm. Recognizing him as our father. Exactly. Right. That who, who, who wants to give us every spiritual gift that is good for our soul, um, that is good for our growth in holiness and that it is a way of seeing not just the world, but seeing God and how he works in my life that, uh, and this was something that, I don't know, I guess just woke me up, like realizing that, okay, I can't just have a moment where I'm thankful, mm. right? That yes, part of prayer is, is Thanksgiving, But for me, is it just a moment of saying, oh, thanks, God? Or is it a recognition of the goodness of God and how he relates to me Mm -hmm. and how I understand 
his love for me. That's uh, a really good point. Cause it changed, that changes every, it's more than just like, I'm checking a box at the end of the day of like, here's what I'm grateful for. But yeah. Am I recognizing that God is constantly at work? That's awesome. Uh, I found a quote from St. Teresa of Lisieux and she said, uh, what, what most attracts God's grace is gratitude because if we thank him for a gift, he is touched and hastens to give us 10 more. And if we thank him again with the same enthusiasm, what an incalculable multiplication of graces. I have experienced this. And she says, try it yourself and you will see. <laughs> She's so <laughs> confident. Uh, my gratitude for everything he gives is limitless. And I prove it to him in a thousand ways right? Mm -hmm. That it is, it is part of the relationship between us and God, that he, he desires to give us what is good, right? Spiritually good. And there may be things that we suffer that aren't physically good, mm -hmm. but that he works to give us these gifts and, and graces for our spiritual good and always having, um, the attitude of gratitude right <laughs> we need to come up with like a less cheesy <laughs> version of that but it just it fits right? i know it does fit <laughs> um, when uh and this is not something that i think after doing some research when we were going to do this i'm like i'm just really not that good at it or i have failed to recognize the severity yeah of how it affects my spiritual life when i'm Same. when i'm not yeah. So one of the, I mean, St. Ignatius of Loyola, he really punched me in the gut with this quote, where he was talking about that out of all of the evils and sins in the world that could ever be imagined, uh, he says that ingratitude is one of the things most worthy of, uh, is one of the things that God detests the most out of all the sins in the world. And and he goes on to say, because ingratitude, it is the failure to recognize the good things, the mm. graces, and the gifts received. And as such, it is the cause, beginning, and origin of all evils and sins. Mm. And I think for me, I was like, whoa, like, I really need to become, um, I guess, more aware of how I'm at or my level of gratitude or how I'm expressing that or because I think sometimes, I mean, you expect, you express gratitude when you don't feel like you deserve something. Right. Do you know what I mean? And I think, right. and after sort of reviewing this, I'm like, I think I've become like where I, because so much of my life has sort of been a certain way that it's almost as if I fail to recognize the supreme goodness and I guess the normalcy of my life or the routine of my life or that I, I have even not even knowing this, but have felt entitled to it, you know, mm. to where I'm like, Oh, this is just something that I've been getting. So it's automatic. It's automatic. And yeah, to just sort of put back into perspective that not to lose that sense of, uh, gratefulness and thankfulness to God that really, I mean, even the air that I'm breathing right now, the, the fact that I'm able to do what I'm doing, um, all a gift. Right. Right. And not failing to recognize that. So I need to get back on the, 
Same. <laughs> back on the horse and really to reflect on how I do that. Like, how do I make sure that I'm keeping, um, I'm keeping my eyes fixed on the goodness of God and the graces that he wants to give and never mm. grow into the sort of mentality of like, well, I deserve it because I don't, or that this is the way it's always been. And so you just sort of lose that sense of, of gratefulness. Exactly. Exactly. Now, and I, I was reading, um, uh, Catherine Whitaker's book, is it live big, love bigger, um, getting real with Jesus barbecue and sweet tea, sweet tea. <laughs> and it's it's good she's I think she lives in Austin Texas um but there's one chapter that that really struck me um because she talks about how gratitude can really be a remedy to um to so many things so like she says um like comparison is the if comparison is the thief of joy then gratitude and an awareness of how rich in love we are can be the cure. And it, it points back to like, we have to choose joy, like gratitude and joy really go hand in hand, I think. Um, and like choosing to be joyful in our circumstances um, because uh, it, it can get real easy, I think, especially in times like these, um, to really focus in on like, well, you know, things are crazy. We got the Corona apocalypse, we've got riots, we've got people burning churches. Now it's just like, what, what, what is going on Lord? But to recognize that in every circumstance that God is active, that God is real and how that changes how we treat our own families uh, which should be the primary thing that being grateful, being joyful allows us to serve one another better as family members. Um, but it also allows us to share that gift of grace. Like, I mean, like you were saying before, um, that when we have that openness um, or having that grateful heart, it, it transforms so many things. And there's this quote, St. Jose Maria Escriva just has so many great like one-liners. <laughs> it's like this whole quote book is just awesome. But one of them that I came across was get used to lifting your heart to God and acts of Thanksgiving many times a day because he gives you this and that because you have been despised because you haven't what you need or because you have. Thank him for everything because everything is good. And I know I'm, oh, I don't do a good job of that. I'm, I'm very good at like listening, like here are all the problems right now, or um, here are all the things that I need, but to actually approach things with like, okay, God is at work in this situation or that situation. We're not sure how this particular thing's going to work out, but God is at work here, even in the midst of the chaos of um of our world right now or especially here in the united states um like just recognizing like oh how many saints are being formed right now how many um great spiritual leaders are we seeing come forth out of the midst of, of the darkness or out of the chaos but but it does require that we step back and say like i'm grateful for everything lord <laughs> what regardless of what you throw our way like we're grateful for that and that I feel like that almost goes hand in hand with humility too. Like, I don't know, maybe that's a stretch, but it just seems like it requires that we 
be little in, in a sense or like push pride aside. No, I think it absolutely fits hand in hand. And two, because we recognize like our littleness and that everything, everything comes from God. Like even, I mean, just our existence and really whatever state in life we're in, whether we're currently going through significant challenges and sufferings, or if what's going on now hasn't greatly affected our life. Because I know some people are suffering tremendously and some people may have felt an effect, like there may have been slight things that happened. So, I mean, the, the scope is so wide yeah. of how people have been yeah. affected by what's going on. But just to recognize, though, that um, what God has chosen to give us is all a gift. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. have to. And so if we recognize God's infinite love for us and what right. he has done for us and just really how ungrateful we are or how sinful we are. Um, but I think humility is key in recognizing everything as, as a gift. Yeah. 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 It almost seems like like it's all connected right but it almost seems like the more we can empty ourselves um so taking advantage of the sacraments like going to confession receiving the eucharist as often as possible but the more we can empty ourselves of like junk or you know uniting our minds and our hearts with christ the more the easier it is for us to actually see that to like to see the gift of the other person um because if i recognize what what God is doing in my own life, then I can perhaps more easily see how God is active out in the world, even with all the chaos <laughs> that, that seems to surround us. Um, but it almost seems like we have to quiet that, um, that chaos within our own hearts and souls and minds first. And that's where the sacraments can really be a major help there. Yeah, absolutely. It fills with God's divine grace, you know, because right. that's something that we could never get on our own. Like God gives that to us. We could, there's, there's no amount of things that we could do that would make us deserving of the grace that he pours into our souls, especially in the sacraments. Exactly. Uh, one of the, the things as you were talking is um, there's another quote from Father Jacques Philippe. Um, this is what he says about gratitude. He says, here we touch on one of the secrets of the spiritual life that also is one of the laws of happiness. The more we cultivate gratitude and thanksgiving, the more open our hearts are to God's action so that we can receive life from God and be transformed and enlarged. By contrast, if we bury ourselves in discontent, permanent dissatisfaction, then our hearts close themselves against life, against God's gift, you know? And so I think sometimes, especially when there does seem to be so many things to be dissatisfied about, right? Mm-hmm. Or discontent about mm-hmm. that. It's easy for that to sort of settle in mm-hmm. into our souls, but to be on guard and to recognize that when I do that, it is it is not allowing God to transform my heart nor to enlarge it. Exactly. Yeah. There's a, one of my favorite um, things that I've read was um, by St. Alphonsus Liguori called uniformity to God's will. And one of the things he said in there, and he says it more eloquently than I'm about to state it here. (laughs) 
But the idea is that um, when the things happen, that it is the will of God, whether he has permitted it to happen or actively made it happen. And so to be thankful because God's will has been revealed to you. So my husband is fantastic at this. He's so good. Like, like if it's pouring down rain and thunder and lightning, he's like, Lord, there's nothing I can do to change this. This is what you have decided. This is your will. Thank you. And he will. Like when the kids are all scared, they're like, I hate thunder. I hate lightning. He just says this prayer of Thanksgiving, like, Lord, this is your will. Thank you for revealing your will to us Mm -hmm. in this stormy day. Mm. And... It's a, I, I find it so inspirational that he can do that. And it's a place where I want to be, but that, um, that God allows things to happen. And even if it's heartbreaking and if there are things that we can change to alleviate suffering or to alleviate some of the bad things he's calling us to do that, then great. Um, but there's so many things that are outside of our control as well. Um, but to still see, to still see that, well, God is working. And he's revealing his will in all of these, um, well, it can be anything. So, for example, my husband and I struggled with infertility for a really long time. And every month that we did not get pregnant, ultimately, St. Alphonsus Liguori said, it's a reason to rejoice because you have discovered God's will for you right now. Even, Even though it's challenging and hard and it stinks and it's sad. Mm-hmm. But that you, but that God has revealed something to you. Yes. And, and we grew a lot spiritually during that process. And we come, we came to know God deeper in that process. And, um, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but the idea. No, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. So go ahead. Sorry. I cut you off. No, but what I don't want to make it sound like is like, um, that God's okay with just, destruction and despair right, right right but that but that he's still working in bad things right you know that he right. works for good um for those who trust in him exactly that good can exactly. come out of any i mean good the greatest good came out of the death of jesus on the cross mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. and to not and again to see that as a gift as a display of god's yeah. Infinite love for us and, and being grateful for that and never forgetting right. that. Yeah. And I'm, there are two Bible verses that come to mind. And uh, the show has done anything. It's highlighted that Deanna needs to memorize verses more. But there's one, I want to say it's Romans. Um, the beginning of it says, consider it all joy, brothers and sisters. It's St. Paul that, that's talking about this. And like all of it, consider it all joy, <laughs> even in the midst of, of the chaos and the persecution and, and, and whatnot. And then the other verse that's coming to mind, it's from first Peter, pretty sure. Um, where he says, always be prepared to give a reason for your hope. And again, like as, as Catholic Christians, we have so much to be hopeful for, and it can be so easy to forget that even in, in the day to day, or in our own sufferings or the own, uh, the own, uh, our own crosses that, that God entrusts to us, that, that again, God is, God is at work in all of that. And we know that this is not the end of the story. 
And we talk some like in, in marriage formation when we're we're talking to engaged couples about like the purpose of the sacrament of marriage, like they are witnesses that there is something more, right? That as great as married life is, like the wedding feast of the lamb, much more significant, long lasting, and we're called to be a sacramental sign, right? We're pointing to a greater reality. As Catholic Christians, we have to be that sign in this crazy time we're living in, in this post-Christian era that we're in. And as civilization seems to be losing its mind sometimes, that there is a reason for our hope and people should be able to look at the way that we carry ourselves um, or just by the witness of our life that, that God is at work there or that we cling to something more than just you know, the hope of a specific political party or a specific agenda, right? But that we have hope in Christ and that allows us to be joyful. That allows us to be grateful for any circumstance that we're in. And like we look at the lives of the saints and how many of them were just so great at being grateful in the midst of suffering, which like, I don't know about you, but I like... (laughs) epidural for labor (laughs) I'm such a so bad at being uncomfortable but to be grateful in the midst of discomfort to be grateful when God stretches us um and when I was in Kansas I remember someone at a parish made the comment she was like well how great would it be if anytime someone encountered someone who was just really friendly really joyful or just carried themselves in such a positive way if their immediate reaction was, oh, I bet that person's Catholic. Like that, how neat would that be if that was the immediate association? And and honestly, like I think we can all be real. I don't think, I don't think that's the impression that a lot of us give folks <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, just sorry I'm rambling, but yeah, just they, imagine if we were all um, considering all of our circumstances to be something joyful, something to be grateful for. And do we, are we prepared to give a reason for the hope that we have as Christians in the midst of, of a chaotic time? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's been mentioned too that even when you get on social media now, you know, which was, which is what it was created to bring people together and it has become so divisive. So divisive. Uh, even among like our own, when I say family, I mean, church family, like, yeah, you know, and, uh, and so it could be like, uh, one person had said, I decide, I think I'm going to just give up social media altogether because there's so much bad news. And like, Mm. I need some good news. I need some good, Mm. positive vibes. And when I was, um, thinking about that first, I thought, man, it's so sad that someone has to distance themselves from something that was created for the purpose of bringing people together. But second, like we have the ultimate good news that I think we can forget, right? Yes. The good news of Jesus Christ. So even in all of this bad, there's good news that never changes. And this good news transforms our life. Amen. God loves me. God died for me. He wants a relationship with me and he has a purpose for my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is powerful. Mm-hmm. And like, even right now talking about this, I'm like, so, um, I feel so bad for the way that I've taken that for granted. I think just mm-hmm. talking this out has made me realize that I have let so much of 
what's currently going on overshadow the greatest news of all time. Mm. Mm. And like, I just want to say, Lord, I'm sorry. You've, you've, (laughs) you've given, you've given not just me, but all of humanity, the greatest gift. And there are so many people who are rejecting that gift. Right. And it's heartbreaking. And and to think that I've done that multiple times, rejected that and not recognize the best news of all that regardless of what this world is going to like bring our way, that that good news never changes. It never ceases to exist. It is always, it is always there. And we just have to like assent to that and say, yes, God, you do love me and you do have a purpose for me. And I thank you for choosing me, a mere creature, to help fulfill your will in this world. Amen. And when we're not grateful, we're not able to live that out. Right. Right. It's all connected. So I know we're getting towards the end of our time, but what would you say, Mickey, are th- like practical things? So someone's like, okay, I need, I need to have an attitude of gratitude. <laughs> so what, what does that look like? I know like for some people it's, you know, writing down, uh, here's one thing I'm thankful for at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, any other just advice on how to practice that? I, I, and I think you, you, you touched on it when you were saying, you know, like, the ultimate good, like if we're focused on what the ultimate good news is, the gospel message, then that allows us to live this out. But yeah, any other suggestions on? Well, definitely like a prayer journal, like a gratitude journal. And at the end of every day, just kind of going through, going through your day and just listing out your gifts, you know, because I think if we're, if we are not able to identify the gifts, although there are plenty, and I know that there's some that I haven't been able to identify because really everything is a gift, uh, but, but to go through your day and just list those out mm-hmm. and then thank God for that. And even ask him, like, I think whenever we're struggling, he wants us to ask for that. So ask God in prayer to help you have more gratitude, yeah. to help yes. you be more thankful. And, um, so do that. So pray about asking God to help you work on gratitude, list out those gifts that you've recognized in your life at the end of the day and have a sincere, like, thank you, Lord, for all of these things. And then end it with help me to recognize more of your gifts tomorrow. Mm. Mm. I like that. And then another thing I would recommend is to surround yourself with people who are grateful. You know, kind of like the example of a sponge. If you put it in water and you squeeze it out, water is going to come out. Yep. Right? If you put a sponge in milk and squeeze it, milk's going to come out. I mean, that's just the nature of the sponge. And we're kind of like sponges sometimes. We can absorb those things that we are um, immersed in. And so, uh, yeah, just there's just toxic things going on. Like whether it's people or being on social media, you may need to take a step back. Yep. And that's uh, okay. Yeah. You do not have to check Facebook. Nope. (laughs) And to recognize if it's stealing your peace, don't do it. Take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So those would be some of the ones that I would recommend as to start off with. And I don't know if you have any you want to share. No, I love that. I know for me, when I did mission work for a year in Mexico, which at that point in my life was one of the harder things that I had ever done. Um, one of the things that really helped was at the end of a really tough day, especially it was just to go through and say like, okay, here, 
this is what I'm grateful for. Uh, and then just being able to, to look back and even just say like, man, God was doing things that I may not have even realized at the time. Um, but yeah, it, it just transforms your state of mind. Yeah. Amen. So got to get that attitude of gratitude. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think it would be fun too, maybe if we want to ask our audience, whoever is listening to maybe mention one thing when they see this in the comments about something that they're grateful for. You know, and maybe we can just build on this whole community because I know sometimes there may be times where where people say something. I'm like, oh, man, I never would have seen seen it in that way or with Mm -hmm. that perspective. So, yeah, we'd Mm -hmm. love to hear from our audience. You know, Uh, what are you grateful for? How do you work on having this attitude of gratitude in your own life? Uh, And so because we do, we love to hear from our audience. Uh, Yes. And I know we have sort of a list of things, sort of episodes planned in the future and topics, but we do also want to know if there's any other topic that you're interested in hearing about or you want us to talk about, please send those our way. And I don't know, Deanna, if you want to um, do the closer here, because I know we are oh. sort of free to... <laughs> Deanna, is, she's the closer. She's much better than I. Yeah, well, we, you know, you can email us at podcast at stphilipinstitute.org. Um, just let us know, like Mickey said, what types of things you'd, you'd like to hear about. We've gotten good suggestions just from Facebook comments or just in conversations that we've had with folks around the Diocese of Tyler, but please feel free to email us there. Um, our website is just a really good resource overall, um, especially um, if you're looking for things like mass recordings or just ways to grow in faith. I know the main podcast for the St. Philip. Institute has had some really great episodes recently, uh, and we just can hope to continue with that momentum. And uh, yeah, and if you feel called to support us primarily in prayer, we we would greatly appreciate that, especially prayers for Bishop Strickland as he leads the way and all of that. We are super grateful to have such a strong shepherd. Amen. Uh, if you feel called to support us financially too, just to continue this, this teaching mission in our diocese and beyond, um, there's a donation page there too. So awesome. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Deanna. Thank you, Mickey. See, we're already, we're already making progress. There you go. No, this is just so wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. And little Leo had a good little nap. Yes, he did. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. All right. Well, um, would you also mind closing us in prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks, Deanna. God bless. You too.